So today is African Mission Sunday. Um, video is seven minutes. I figure that gives me five minutes. On average, I'm about 12 minutes. So, uh, And you just, you know, I, I love our diocese, but man, did they pick bad Sundays to show videos. Really bad. Like, during Lent, like, pick a, pick a gospel, pick a Sunday when I don't know what Jesus is talking about. Right? Then show the video. But, you know, they showed it on the cleansing of the temple. And the cleansing of the temple is one of my favorite scenes. You got Jesus coming in, freaking out, flipping over tables, smashing stuff, beating people up. And I'm like, this is a guy I can follow. Right? But the cleansing of the temple has always been, right, sort of this analogy of the cleansing of our own temple. As, As Christ comes in to the temple in Jerusalem and looks at it and says, this is wrong. He comes into our hearts sometimes and looks at it and he says, this is wrong. And the same thing, and into the church. The same thing that he dealt with 2,000 years ago in the temple in Jerusalem is the same thing he's dealing with in our church in this day and age in a lot of our hearts. And that is this. It's being too worldly. Being too worldly. We're called to live in the world but not of it. Jesus said in John's Gospel, I call them out of the world. Why do we want to be in it so much? What is it about that? And you know, people say, Father, the church is losing so many people. How do we get the world to like us better? We don't. (laughs) We don't. That has to be crystal clear in your mind. Jesus said, if they hated me, they're going to hate you. In fact, hatred from the world is a sign you're doing something right. Have you ever noticed why it's always the Catholic Church? Amongst all the Christian churches, it's always the Catholic Church that is pinpointed as a problem. And yet, and yet, with all due respect to our president, they are calling him a good Catholic. Isn't that strange? Our world says that he's a good Catholic. That should be, that should immediately pop off in our mind, something's wrong. Something's wrong. It's as Winston, Winston Churchill said, never trust a man with no enemies because he stands for nothing. He stands for nothing. You got two choices. You can serve God, you can be on God's side, or you can be on the world's. And you can serve the world. But you have to make up your mind. If you serve God and really serve Him, really follow Him, great things will be accomplished. If you serve the world, if you serve the world, you will do nothing great for humanity because you will be living for yourself. You may be comfortable, but you weren't made for comfort. And you and I know that. We were made for far more than that. I just got a little video somebody sent me, Denzel Washington. I'm getting to like him more and more and more. First of all, I just love his movies. I think he's a phenomenal actor. But I'm starting to learn about the guy and he's actually a really, he's a very faithful man. And he's got some good insights into life. And in this speech he was giving, he said this. Imagine at your deathbed. You're standing there and all the spirits of your unfulfilled desires are around you. All your unfulfilled potential. All of your talents that you didn't use. All of the gifts that you didn't use. They're all standing there. And they're upset and frustrated. 
and angry. And they come to you and they say, we came into your life so that you could bring us to life. But you never did. And now we will go to the grave with you. We will go to the grave with you. This is what the world does. It makes you think you're small. You can't make a difference. I was talking to a young woman the other day, and she said to me, everyone I know, they all feel like they're irrelevant. You want to know why depression's up? You want to know why anxiety's up? Because everybody feels irrelevant. The world's put us into that place. You don't really matter. Today is African Mission Sunday, and I've been to Africa. I've seen Africa. I've seen the terrible poverty there. But, the, but Africa is the tip of the iceberg. It needs our help. It needs our witness. The Middle East needs our help and our witness. America needs our help and our witness. Just south of here, 48, they need our help and our witness. North Dakota needs it. So what are we going to do? We're going to stay comfortable? <laughs> Make sure we get our ice fishing in. Make sure we get our hunting in. Or are we going to take that potential that's inside of us and do something with it? Because I promise you when I die, no spirits will be around my bed asking me, why didn't you use this potential, this gift, this talent? God wants to use it. And I don't care if we're getting smaller. That's fine by me. In fact, getting smaller doesn't bother me in the least. God has done far more with far less. You remember the story of Gideon? Gideon goes out to meet an army of 120,000 soldiers. And he summons all of Israel to come to him. You know how many show up? 30,000. You know what God says? Gideon, that's too many. You can't have 30,000. 30,000 is too many. Because if I conquer with 30,000, they're going to think you did it and not me. So tell all the cowards to go home. Two-thirds of the army leaves. They were never all in anyway. They were there out of obligation. And then God says, Gideon, there's still too many. Take them down to the water and let them drink from the brook. And out of there I will pick your men who will fight. And of those 10,000, 300 of them drink water, cupping it to their hands. And God says, that's your army right there, 300. And why? Why the cupping of the hands? Because as they're drinking water, their hands are on their sword. They're ready. No matter what's coming at them, they're vigilant. 300 is all they needed. They go out and meet an army of 120,000 people and they lose no one. And they win. As St. Paul said, the weakness of God is greater than the strength of this world. But do we believe that? Do we really, really believe that? We don't need numbers. We need fidelity. We need hearts that believe. We need love. As you watch this video, you will see some of the happiest and most faithful people in the world. I met them. And I think it's because of one thing. And it's what makes us poor. 
is love. They have a deep, profound love. And why? Because they don't have anything. All they have is each other. May your hearts be open to give to our African mission. And may your hearts be open to what God is asking of you. And may you answer that call with a resounding yes.